So as this show is referred to as the culture cast or the redacted culture cast, from time to time, we need to engage in cultural questions and events. So let me start out with this. What would you do if you found out that in your city or in your town near where you live, there was an event that was being marketed as a family-friendly event where people of all ages were encouraged to attend And at the center of this event, not hidden, not in some weird cultish underground environment, but rather the front piece, the centerpiece, the point of participation for those who were attending was to summon a demon. Now, you might look at me and say, that's absurd. It's almost as absurd as saying that there are aliens or that the government struggles with issues of corruption or that the hearts of men will be darkened. However, instead of this being hyperbole, we actually are going to the, uh, let's just, the proverbial mouth of the snake itself. It's all proverbial, it's metaphorical. And in order to do so, we have to go no further than the front or one of the event pages of the Walker Art Center. And this event is a useful description. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it in the background. But this event is a helpful description on how we understand the consequences of multiculturalism when we exist on in a society that is trying to acquire the fruit without the vine, that is trying to have the benefits of something without its foundation. And today we are again addressing the problem of multiculturalism within a society that is struggling with, sometimes honestly, oftentimes dishonestly, with the ramifications, the consequences of eradicating or eroding or neglecting or ignoring the required foundations in order to have the benefits that we want to live in it. And as a result, if you leave this podcast, this single episode, frustrated and angry at the world, I have failed because the intent is not to rile you up to some form of short-ordered motivation, but to give, give you an intellectual tool to deal with the kinds of things that we encounter in our contemporary era. It's not good enough to have the materials to our self-defense if we do not believe in the foundations like the rights of man and so long and so forth. And this is the Redacted Culture Cast, a podcast dedicated to the intellectual equipment necessary to a better flourishing society. Maybe you could use words like jurisprudence. Maybe you could use words like culture and metaphysics because we are engaging in the actions of philosophy, the engagement of ideas in a world where those ideas have consequences. And so without further ado, let's see what the Walker Art Center's page has to say about this. This is First Free Saturday, an event that has taken place in the past at the time of recording, which was supposed to happen on Saturday, August 5th, 2023. And let's read the main section here. Uh, da, 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 da. At August 1st, free Saturday, Brooklyn-based artist Tamar Atune, she, they, will present Lilith, the Empathic Demon. The performance is inspired by Lilith, an aerial spirit demon with origins in Sumerian, Akkadian, and Judaic mythology. Families are limited, are invited, sorry, families are invited to create a vessel to trap the demon that knows them best, perhaps the 
quote, demon of overthinking, unquote, and then participate in a playful ceremony to summon and befriend their demon. This project was organized in collaboration with Dream Song, which will also host a conversation between the artist and the writer Elizabeth Workman on August 4th. Okay, so it, it, it overtly states what it's there for. You got this nice picture of children as the front of the, uh, the article, the, the image attached to it, and we have to engage in this. So let's start with the worldview that is being presented in multiculturalism, and we have to use various um, assumed not in a negative connotation, but assumed as in presented worldviews and how those things might exist in so-called harmony. From its advertisement or its uh, stated goal, the idea of multiculturalism has to do with this idea that we can exist in harmony with one another despite our beliefs being different. This isn't a new idea. It's been one that's been suggested for much of the 1900s and our and 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 seem and has seemed to reach new heights in the 2020s and this is an example of what that can look like. Now multiculturalism itself can mean multiple things to multiple different people, but in order for us to even sort out what we think about it and how we engage with such an idea, we have to start digging into the core philosophy behind it. Now let's use three different uh, um, uh, supplied identities or three different supplied people. On the one hand, you have an Orthodox Christian or some sort of Christian who believes in something like angels and demons and ascribes moral value to those things and has a weight attached to, say, a practice that includes summoning a demon. And then you have a facilitator or you have another person in this environment who doesn't believe in God, doesn't believe in the supernatural, lives in a purely naturalistic worldview that only what is physical is what is real. Everything else is abstract and thus less real than reality. There is no such thing as angels and demons. Maybe they could believe in aliens. Who cares? Right? Now, the third worldview would be somebody who wants to believe in the supernatural. They consider themselves spiritual but not religious. And that character, and these three characters, live in the same environment. One of them that believes that there is something called right and wrong, and there is this, uh, this, there's an order to the universe, and that there is the good and the evil, and there are the angels and the demons. The middle person, who doesn't believe in any of that, only what is physical is what's real. And then the third person believes in the spiritual world, but is less attributed to, say, moral axioms or there being a right and a wrong. Rather, the universe is something like goodness is harmony and badness is separation. Now, that's not exactly a kind way of describing it. But now, how would three different worldviews approach something like this? So if you're, you know, so if you're an, a naturalist, you didn't believe in the in, in anything supernatural. Of course, this would be fine because it's it doesn't matter anyway. There's no consequences. You can't summon demons because there are no demons. This is all metaphorical. It's performative. It's something as shallow as some form of art form in the park that has only significance to the individuals. It's purely subjective. There are no consequences if you perform a demon summoning ritual because there are no demons to summon works perfect. You're, you believe in multiculturalism because as so, as so long as those cultures don't have any consequences on society, like summoning a demon because a demon can't exist in that worldview, then of course 
it's a worldview that you'd want that 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 is another option in the giant multicultural pot of this melting mix of none of it really matters and then you have the spiritual person, someone who calls themselves spiritual but not religious, who believes in the supernatural but doesn't really ascribe moral weight to our actions within it, or their uh, their their compass of sorts is a little less um, a little less let's just say gray, but more focused on emotions and harmony or some sort of middle ground activity. And now and then you have the the original first person, the Christian. How would a Christian have to react to this? Well, if you believe that someone was summoning in, summoning a demon in your society, doesn't that have consequences? Like that that is a real thing. If the if if you believe in demons and you believe demons cause destruction, like say in the uh, New Test Old and New Testament, this is not something that you'd want to handle lightly. It's not something that a culture should engage in flippantly much worse it could look like Baal worship and there's consequences to that in the old testament and now you're stuck between a rock and a hard place because the other two people in your multicultural environment either don't care about it because they don't believe it's true or they see it as a further expression of some sort of vague spiritualism that you know terms like good and evil are too harsh and they don't quite explain the how how Lilith or whatever the demon that you're summoning is actually some sort of misunderstood representation of trauma that if you like make peace with it or give it a conversation, it will stop tormenting you. And then you see the fusion of something like uh, physical ailments and spiritualism and you see the fusion of all these ideas, but ultimately it has no consequences. And now we're stuck in a multicultural environment that has consequences, if you believe it, or to those who understand or believe it, there are consequences, but to everybody else, it's, it's nothing. It's just another art form expression. And there you can see a massive worldview-consuming Mott and Bailey being presented. Mott and Bailey being made famous by, or made uh, more colloquially spoken about by James Lindsay, and then further used by people like Tim Poole, is a form of rhetoric, which we've separated from logic in the past, is a form of rhetoric that is meant to maybe confuse or dissuade the uh, an accuser or a opponent to one's worldview by misleading them to the intensity or the description that's being made. So you have this act at the Walker Art Center, which is a demon summoning ritual and when someone goes hey we probably shouldn't summon demons in the world the response is oh it's just art it's not real anyway how are you going to say that in a multicultural world in a multicultural environment to some people demons are very real demon worship itself is considered not a good thing ontologically i mean by definition it's demon worship worship demons are evil worshiping that which is evil is evil it's this is like do i need to explain myself here right and now in a multicultural world in this multicultural soup of or of miasmic non-reality a person can believe in these kind of things to in their opinion no consequences and yet those who have issues with it are forced to live in that environment i mean you could just turn a blind eye to the demon worship happening in the building next door and in case people were not aware 
The Walker Art Center is across the street from an old standing uh, church in Minneapolis. How are they supposed to handle that? How are they supposed to consider that? Are we allowed to worship demons in your backyard, in your front yard, in your parking lot? Are we allowed to summon them? Blah, 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 blah. So the issue with multiculturalism is, in this case, as illuminated by the desire to summon demons and, to make no mistake, invite children to participate, we have a problem. We have a big problem. What are you supposed to do about that in a multicultural society? Here's where the problem of multiculturalism comes to place. You can see it happening before your very eyes. In, a, in order to achieve a multicultural environment by these pretense, you must fundamentally not believe in the reality of the ceremonies and activities that you're are taking part in. Let me be clear on that. In order for multiculturalism in this form to function, none of what is being considered culture can be real. Because if it is real, it cannot be contradictory. And if there's contradictions, one or the other is correct. A thing is either true or it is not true. And so if you're going to achieve perfect multiculturalism, you must either A, eradicate one half of every contradicting position, contradictory worldview, right? If I say not if I say summoning demons is bad and you say summoning demons is good because it's a form of personal expression, one of those worldviews has to go in order for utopic multiculturalism to be achieved. But there's another way to it, and there's another path to multiculturalism, which may seem a little bit more innocent on the forefront because it doesn't overtly call for mass eradication, but it, but it does call for essentially the deletion, annihilation, or complete, uh, what, what, there's another person word, another word for it, making irrelevant a person's worldview entirely. Early on in the 1900s and before then, there was this worldview that was rising that was so, so that could be some sort of sort of like described as the two-story view view of truth, and that is that everyone's idea, everyone's mind, everyone's beliefs were like a house that had two floors. On the first floor was science and all the other things that we agree on, and in the attic where the attic was where you kept your personal beliefs your personal beliefs about what is good and what is evil, what is right and what is wrong, if there's a God, where that God exists, who it is, the identity, and so on and so forth. And a multicultural society could be achieved so long as all, is, all of the first, four be, first floor beliefs in like science and reality and locomotion and whatever and physics and all those things were identical. Let's just say you've got a neighborhood of houses and all of the first floors are exactly the same. Because all of their beliefs about those fundamental, described, self-described as, fundamental beliefs were the same. But in each of those houses, people got to keep personal beliefs up in their attic, which gave them their personalities, their flavors, their character traits, whatever, their aesthetics, right? And so it made by doing so, you make everything in the attic meaningless to the society as a whole or meaningless even to the individuals as a whole because it has no consequence on how they live their life. So long as their first floor is the same as everybody else, they can keep whatever they want in their second floor. 
What, how does that apply to what's going on here or what took place at the Walker Arts Center? You had people participating in a ceremony, inviting children to participate in what they described themselves as a playful ceremony to summon and befriend their demon. I, you know, it's like, this is supposed to be shocking, but it's not anymore, right? It's supposed to be shocking. It's supposed to draw us out and go, this isn't like, how do I deal with this? The multicultural answer is close your eyes and pretend it's not happening because it's over there and it's not your problem. The reality of the, uh, the reality of our world is your worldview is being considered irrelevant to your person. But that can only go so far, right? While if you have no worldview, you have no identity, and people without any identity are struggle struggle with great and terrible issues, not the least of them being suicidality. And so a culture would say what you believe is irrelevant, but your death is tragic, and then they don't understand the 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 contradiction in the in the in this ridiculousness of that claim that what you believe has no consequence on your life. But since you have no consequence, it's you, you don't have any, any value. And if you don't have any value, you don't have any rights. And if you don't have any rights, then what's the goal? Human flourishing? Who determines what that is? Is that so simple as more money in the bank account? Wealthy people who end their own lives tragically might differ so how do we address this in our worldview how do we understand this in order to achieve some semblance of harmony between people with different worldviews we must choose to live in community with one another we're going to have different views but we also must consider what are the limits of that acceptable range this goes back to the idea of the overton window is demon worshiping acceptable in the Overton window of the environment you live in? And if so, are you going to continue living there? We don't have the ability to leave at all times. This is the world that we live in. There are consequences. But and, and so we, we are faced with a problem, a multicultural problem in this case, that helps that, that if you want the, the solution in the issue is that take what you believe and Act as if you believe it. Live with conviction. This isn't, this isn't the, the, the encouragement of this part is not to leave your day going, what shall I do? But recognize that you believe something. You have a worldview and, you, and, and pay attention to what that worldview is and what it demands of you and what its expectations are. If it is something like being a Christian, read the Bible, engage in it, understand what is true and live that out. Do not look for a multicultural society to give you meaning. It cannot do so. Do not look for other men in this environment to give you significance. They cannot do that. You cannot achieve, you cannot, uh, you cannot acquire a meaningful existence through a multicultural worldview. That is something to be separated. Multiculturalism is a cruel mockery of human humility. Because it says, just let it happen, let it go on, let it let it exist. And we know that if that pendulum swings too far, we end up with stuff like this, where you're expecting Christians to go, oh, well, it's not my problem, it's not my world to deal with, while people are actively claiming to summon demons in your backyard. Not a good look. 
and if that is if that is meant to be encouragement, it is that there's if that if that is meant to be encouragement, it is to be something like this. In the worldview that is necessary for someone to participate in inviting children to summon demons, there are a there's only a certain ways that it can be interpreted. One is that the people putting on this event don't believe in it in the first place. Why would you go through the process of a ceremony if you don't believe in it? And if you don't believe in it, but it turns out to be real, what about the consequences that follow? Therefore, the second thing they might believe is that it's not bad. Okay, they can believe that. What about everybody else they're required to live with? And so the third one is that it's all a big misunderstanding. I don't, and I think that's where the Mott and Bailey exists, that, oh, well, they're just doing an artistic description. Okay, so the person who's going through the ritual to summon a demon doesn't believe it's real, then why are they doing it? But they're accusing you of not being tolerant of their worldview when their worldview doesn't even make sense for what they're doing in the first place. Their worldview does not even account for the time, effort, energy, and whatever else is required, material, resources, knowledge, submission. Uh, let's go right back to demon worship and, and theology that's necessary or undergirds the very actions that they're part partaking in. This is why multiculturalism doesn't work. It requires you, it requires the society to kill their beliefs into nothing other than aesthetics and a fashion statement in hopes that they will achieve some sort of meaning through the destruction of all meaning entirely. Multiculturalism does not work. It produces death. How, what, where does that leave us? Well, then we know that is something not to put our hope in. Do not put your hope in the will of men, but rather seek after something greater, deeper, more true than the flippancy of humankind to understand your meaning. Your sense of value cannot come from a worldview like multiculturalism, which only exists by the abolition of meaning. Your worldview, your beliefs, Everything that you hold to be right and true and good is meaningless in a multicultural environment. The only thing that matters is assimilation to the Borg. And you wonder why it drives you mad, and it wonders why it drives you crazy, and you wonder why people are losing their minds. It is not that we can just go out and change everybody's mind, but that is the alternative. You can choose to be frustrated by multiculturalism, or you can invest in your community and consider what it is that you believe to be right and true and good and as you consider them in a, on a daily basis you continue to live them out you may find in yourself contradictions you may find yourself not living up to your value not living up to your purposes not living up to your morals that is what it that is a a fraction of what it means to be a man but that's what happens so when you do so do not give in to defeatism do not give in to nihilism. Carry on. Don't turn a blind eye to your own faults, and also don't be defeated them. Do not over, or yeah, do not respond to evil with evil, but overcome evil with good. If you desire for a community of people who have like-minded beliefs, you must seek them out, and you must seek out people who do, or who are not satisfied with the abolition of meaning.
But that is where we are at today, and that is why are we look at as a country as we're trying to go forward and figure out who we are and what we do. That is what us in the millennial generation have been saddled with. We don't get to choose all of our battles, but we do get to choose whether or not we fight in them or we lay down our arms and accept what fate has given us. That being the case, I invite you to be a part of our community, and I invite you to join other communities around you, whether it is at your church or whether it is in support of us. If you want to join us in our conversations, if you want to support the channel, we do have a locals page, and that is where we have chosen to gather at this time. And we can, until there is some reason to change it, that is where we're going to be. If you want to jump in and be a part of the conversation, if you want to engage in these questions of meaning, you can find us at redactedculture.locals.com. I wonder if it'll even let me bring it up here. Well, that's, uh, yeah, it, I'm going to not fight with the computer. So that's where you'll find our redacted black site. And that is, the purpose of that is if you want to talk about gear and tactics and all the cool stuff that gun culture talks about or engage in conversations on the topics that are presented in these podcasts, that is going to be the best place to have consistent conversation and interaction with myself. I love to be part of it. And that is where we are going to announce events that take place, pre-orders that start early, and when we do exclusive events for followers and supporters, that is where you're going to hear about it. Or you can join our newsletter. Another way you can participate is you can join our newsletter, which is at redactedllc.com. It's going to be called The Dead Drop. Um, and that, and then you know, that's just how it goes. We carry on. We are here supported by you. We are a user-supported uh, presentation. And we thank you for your time. We thank you for the um, the uh, the little bit of support and the 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 time that you've all contributed to us and what's going on here at Redacted. And we will continue working on subjects and delivering information and philo philosophical concepts, terms, and theological arguments, as well as culturally relevant events and ideas and ways to think about it that will equip you a little bit better to go forth into the world and conquer it as you do so. If you have been encouraged by this podcast, we ask that you share it with some other people because that is the only way we're going to grow at a rate at this time. We've been rolling around for a year and we have reached a, we have, we have grown for a while, but I believe that we're hitting a bit of a wall right now. If you'd like to support us out, that's the way you could do it. Other than that, we appreciate your time. We thank you for listening to the show. And if you, and if, uh, well, I guess that's, that's probably the best way to end it. We thank you for your time. You have encouraged us greatly. You've, us being me and my family, so long and so forth. You've encouraged me and my family greatly. That being the case, go forth and conquer. We will see you soon.